Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. We are here to talk about fitness. That's what this is all about. Physical fitness, health, nutrition, all of that good stuff. Before I get to that, let me thank Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 280 five-star reviews on Zillow, and Zillow is what counts for them. That's the real estate, right? We want to really know how they're being rated in their industry, and they're being rated pretty darn high. They can be reached at 386-451-2412. Feel free to give Jonathan or Lynn a shout. All right, so let's talk about getting better today. I was listening to a podcast and a couple people were uh, the guest and the interviewer were talking about challenging themselves. And it made me realize that um, there's, there's kind of like two different people that come into the gym as far as how they approach workouts. And, you know, both can work. Both can get better, but what I would love to see everybody do is to try to challenge themselves, like go into the workout with the mentality of challenging themselves. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Let me explain first what these two groupings of people are. So you have one group that really does want to challenge themselves. So sure, they're they're coming to the gym, so they're getting trained, but they want to always make improvements. And then you have another subset of people, and I'm not just talking about my gym. I'm talking about like gyms all over the place, like workout places, fitness, not just gyms even, but like exercise, chronic exercises, with exercisers, which is a good thing. But then they're basically more like what we call checklist people. So if they're told either by themselves or their plan that they did that they've done enough, they kind of stop there. So you have those people too. Now, there's always a reason to have some form of happy medium. I mean, you don't always want to push past certain things, and I'll get to that at the end. But I would rather see people thinking to themselves when they go to the gym that I really want to push my boundaries. I want to see what I can do. So that's what I want to talk about today. How do we use the art and science of personal training or really physical training? Because it's not just personal training, which is an industry, which is a job, which is a service, which is a profession but physical training in the sense of how somebody might work out. Now, <clears throat> when I started working out, I was maybe very late teens, 17 or 18 years of age, is when I really started to get into it. And uh, I loved it. You know, I loved it from the get-go. And I didn't really know too much about what I was doing other than just kind of following along with what 
people seemed to be doing that were bigger, stronger than me. And I just kind of mimicked and sought advice or took advice were applicable. So I didn't really know a whole lot, but you know, once I wanted to get better, like once I went to the gym and my goal then was to get stronger and then put on muscle. I mean, I think that's the goal of most young men and I wanted to get better. So sure, we had an idea of how many sets and reps and just an idea. And that's where the art and the science comes in of what we wanted to do. But it really was an idea that can be pushed. So as I always say, you know, what is the method to the madness? Well, we're going to do five sets. It's like, okay, so is there something magic about five sets? And hopefully you figured out by listening to me now or you have learned it somewhere else that no, there's nothing magic about a certain number of sets. It's more just means you're doing more work and we're trying to get everything accomplished. That's really all more sets mean. So that can be a lot of different numbers. But let's say we had an idea how many we're doing and how many reps we're doing. There was always the mindset of trying to challenge boundaries like yourself, like you didn't necessarily need somebody to tell you, well, you should go up. I think that's a a perk maybe to personal training, but also like that's not the best use of it. I mean, the best use of it is to help the person establish when they could go up and to push them into going up as long as the form stays the same and, you know, everything is good and there's no problems but the person has to want to do it. And I just think that there are, again, two groupings of people. And naturally, there's always a middle ground where some people are somewhere in the middle. But there there does tend to be a grouping of people, checklisters and non-checklisters. You know, checklisters are, well, I'm supposed to do a set of 10 reps at 100 pounds. I did that, moved to the next exercise. I don't know that that is the best use of time. I mean, clearly it is better than nothing. But I think if we really want to maximize our results, regardless of what the sets are, you know, and possibly even the reps, it's, I believe the the best mindset to have is I want to try to do more. So when I'd be working out with my workout partners in the early days, if they did a set of whatever, you know, let's just say bench press or flies and they would do 10 reps at 30 pounds. So, well, I want to do 10 reps at 30 pounds. And then more importantly, once you finish that, you would ask yourself, and in this case, I would ask myself, I'd say, well, you know, can I go up to the 35s? I don't know. Let's try. And then maybe you only get eight reps. It's like, okay, but I tried to go up. So then there's this Like you're taking a little bit of the numbers out of it and going more by, you know, MIO is striving to get a little bit better. So if I'm going to lay down here and do, say, 20 push-ups and I do 20, you know, I say, all right, let me rest a little bit. I really want to try to do 22. I want to push my boundaries to 22. I just think that that is such a critical mindset to have when we're trying to get better. And 
But it comes down to the motivation, like, do you really want to get better? And if you really do want to get better, you're constantly challenging those boundaries because you understand that the only way you're really getting better is constantly challenging them. And, you know, it could be different with every exercise and, you know, every location. Like, I think sometimes we can get too carried away with, uh, well, what am I using now? I'm going to use this load when I go over here and do this. But you'll learn and people who are really into fitness, fitness enthusiasts or trainers or whatever, they know when they go different places that not all the equipment is going to match up with what you have. And it doesn't need to. Like if you carry that mindset of, let me put this weight on. Let me try 10. Okay, I did 10. I believe I can do more. Let me increase the weight. Okay, I did another 10. I believe I can do more. Like your muscles aren't going to know the difference if you're using the same 80 pounds back at your gym in Daytona Beach or if you're using a different 80 pounds because it's a different type of selectorized machine in North Carolina. The only thing it knows is was it pushed to the maximum? And, you know, it, it's like a lot of things. I, I think it's more like contagious, like that kind of motivation is contagious versus like making somebody do something, making somebody have that mindset. They they really can't. But it's so freeing to know that, you know, plans are great. I mean, we use plans. We It's Maxwell's fitness programs. So I start out with an idea, a plan, but that plan is meant to be moldable. Like I'll put down guesstimate weights for somebody I might work with or guesstimate weights for Ellen or another trainer. I'll put it down. But you know, the idea is, well, you got to really know when to go up. And we use that stoic saying a lot of times it says you don't step into the same river twice. So you know, maybe one day you're actually not using the same load. You're using a little less load because you're just not feeling good. But the key is, did you really use the best you can use? And too often I see people not here again because we're in control of that, but we're not in control of their mindset. I mean, you know, only they can control their mindset. But, you know, too often somebody will say, well, I did my three sets of 12 They'll tell me about the workout. I said, well, you know, did you try to go up every set or did you just use the same load that was comfortable? And you might guess what most people say. I mean, most people say, well, it was comfortable. Well, it's not supposed to be comfortable. Like the more we push our body into good pain, you know, and I know no pain, no gain isn't necessarily true anymore. That gets, you know, a little bit uh, misused. We don't want anybody to push through pain. But the push through breakthroughs, the muscles are going to hurt in a good way. There's going to be burn. Your breathing is going to be heavy. You're going to have to use all of your focus to keep your form good. And that is all very hard. You can't just mindlessly go through a set and think that you're going to get better with that. So yes, these things are going to take effort mentally, physically, emotionally, it's going to hurt. You're going to want to quit. And the only way to get better is to challenge that. And, you know, I just wish more people would look at it that way versus, 
different numbers they necessarily think they have to hit unless those numbers challenge them. But what I mean is that you don't know necessarily. I mean, we really don't know what our limits are every time we go to the gym. I mean, you think you do, but you you really don't, nor do you need to if you continue to just challenge it. Well, I'm supposed to do three sets of blank today. It's like, okay, but you got through the third set and you still really weren't that taxed. I mean, the mindset should be, I'm going to do another set of increased load and I'm basically going to go until I fail. Too many people don't understand that failure in the gym is a good thing. Like they'll say, oh, I did that pretty easily. Like that's an accomplishment. It's like, well, that's not really what we want. And I've talked about before how people say, when is this going to get easy? It's like, well, it's not. I mean, not if we're doing it right, because as soon as one load feels easy, we should be increasing to make it more challenging again. So really, it's about continuing to challenge yourself, challenge yourself every time versus when is this going to be easy? So it really needs to be the mindset and there needs to be maybe less mindset on like exactly how much versus I'm going to do an exercise. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Whatever that might be, dumbbell curls, lat pull downs, leg extensions, and I'm going to keep going up. I'm going to keep going up until I fail. And failure is a good thing, meaning, you know, obviously, well, maybe not so obvious, but it's not like you want to do one rep or whatever. But let's say your primary objective is to do between 10 and 12 reps when you work out. That's a nice baseline that's a good number for everything you get stronger there you get bigger there you get more endurance there it's it's a good that's fine that's a great range nothing wrong with that there's no perfect range but that's a good range let's say that is your range say well i'm going to keep going up until i can't hit it like i couldn't get eight to ten anymore i got seven okay was seven all you can do yes there you go move to the next exercise like when we start thinking that way we start making progress. I work with quite a few people remotely and they'll be training at different gyms. And I don't know what their their weight sacks are saying. Only they know. I get an idea, but again, it could be a pre-core, it could be a Nautilus machine, it could be a Cybex, be a hammer strength machine, it could be a body masters. I mean, they're all different what they're using. And I'll tell them, I'll say, okay, start with this weight and give me 15 to 20 to warm up. And what I'm doing is I'm watching to see how easy that weight is for them. You can tell, you know, are they struggling? Are they straining? Are they pausing in between reps? I mean, you'll know how heavy the load is. And then I'll say, go up two plates. And they'll do a set and they'll, you know, get however many. And then I'll say, all right, rest a little bit, go up again. 
and I'll keep going up until they really can't get clean reps in a reasonable amount of rep range anymore. And then I know we've done what we needed to do that day because that's all we can do. What can we do that day? Because every day is different. But what can we do that day? Did you challenge yourself that day? And guess what? If you continue to do that every time you work out, by the end of the year, you would have made astronomical results. I mean, you would have changed so many things about yourself. Like if you early on were doing dumbbell supination curls and you did five pounds for 15 reps and that's all you can do. If you say, you know what, after this set, I'm going to grab the sixes. I'm going to do as many as I can. I'm going to try this. And then the next time you started with the sixes and then maybe you went to the eights. I mean, by the end of the year, you could easily have doubled the load that you were using. And that's the key, double the load you were using. Like it doesn't matter what other people are doing unless it inspires you to do more. And that gets back to what I was saying earlier when I would, when a kid working out in the gyms with my buddies, you know, they were training partners and I'd say, well, I have a place to start. Meaning if they did this, I should be able to do that. And we would push each other that way. But Always the motivation was to get better, not just, oh, he did it. I'll match him. I'll call it a day. Oh, are we done yet, Jack? Are we done? You know, that's just like the checklist mentality. Like nothing magic is going to happen because you check your boxes. I worked out. I mean, that's a start. And yes, it's better than nothing. But you're not really going to see the magic of things until you go to the gym and you lose that mentality. And, you know, maybe you're, maybe you have a time limit. Of course we all do, but you say during that time period, I'm going to have a lot of wins. I'm going to have a lot of victories. I'm going to have a lot of PRs. I'm going to have, I've never done nine pull-ups before. I'm going to challenge that. You know, I could checklist it and say, well, let me do my five. Let me do my five. Check it. Yep. Check. All right. Let me go over here. I got to do 20 chair squats. All right. Check. I mean, great. Better than nothing. But if you really want to make progress, if you really want to push yourself physically, which I absolutely 100% believe will lead to other positive areas of your life. Like if you really challenge yourself, you know, like the, the famous line from um, Teddy Roosevelt, he was like, you know, I just believe he just believed because he was a sickly boy. And, you know, maybe many people know the story, maybe some don't, but he was a sickly boy. And his dad said, you need to start getting yourself well. He had asthma. He had all these issues. So he said, I'm going to become strong. And he started working out as a youth and he got strong. And then that became just part of his DNA. That was just part of who he was. And he always believed that he had to be the best he could be physically to be the best he could be as a leader, you know, and eventually president. So he just believed that everything started with the physical life, that it was all part of the physical life. You had to challenge yourself and then you would know how to challenge other things that come up in your life. And I absolutely believe that too. So if we went into our workouts and said, you know, the other day I walked to, you know, I don't know, the, the fifth mailbox down the street, I felt a little worn out and, but you know, I did it and said, all right, so 
next time you walk, say, I'm going to the sixth. I'm going, you know, and you push yourself. Like every time you want to make little physical milestones, whatever they might be, like, and it doesn't matter what they are. It's whatever they are to you. Like, what is it you want to accomplish? So this morning I worked out. Today is Monday. And uh, over the weekend, I had a, uh, a, it was actually, no, late last week. Boy, time flies. I had a little bit of a um, bicycle accident. A cyclist in front of me just slowed down almost to a complete stop, ran into their back wheel, flipped over the handlebars, landed thankfully in the grass, not on the concrete, but landed unfortunately on my rib cage. So that wasn't fun. But after getting a few, uh, Cat scans of the head and ribs, everything is fine. Uh, you're probably wondering where I'm going with this. Well, where I'm going is that, you know, so I like to work out. I don't stop working out because of these things, but clearly I'm a little limited in what I can do. So it's going to change. We don't step in the same river twice, so it's going to change. So I came to the gym. I warmed up this morning, and then I started with, what did I start with? I started with some uh, some seated rows. I thought, well, I should be able to do some rows and I just essentially kept going up and load until I couldn't, you know, until a reasonable rep range. I didn't go less than 10 reps. And then I moved to something else I thought I could probably do without pain in the upper body. And I did the same and I did the same. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, I'd gotten a workout in. I was able to do things. And on every set, I challenged myself. So that's the key. Like, let me just go until I can't, until my body says that's all you can do in good form for the rep range you're going to do. And I felt good. And then I went out and did a little walk outside, you know, and, and just, I wouldn't say push the boundaries there because, you know, I was, I, I can't yet, you know, just too much bouncing around is hurting the ribs. But I, you know, I went out and just, the point is the workout was over in the gym and then I went out and cooled down. But I felt good. Like I felt, yeah, that was good to work out. You know, that was good. I got the blood moving, you know, got the mood changed a little bit, was able to do some things, was able to do some curls and was able to go to failure. You know, I had to change exercises. Like, so that's the key. It's like, we can't always necessarily do something for whatever reason. Like I couldn't do chest press because it was hurting on the serratus muscle of the outer rib. So that's okay. I go to something I can do. And I challenged it. And that's the key when we work out. Like structure's great, but structure isn't shit unless we have the mindset of, I want to be better. I'm here for a certain amount of time. I'm here for 30 minutes. I'm here for 45 minutes. I want to get better during that time period. I want to challenge myself. I want to work. I want to get some things done. What's going to make me feel good about this? You know, that's the mindset you got to have. Nobody can force you to have it. I think, like I said, it's it's just got to be sort of like contagious. Like you see other people doing it and you think, hmm, well, they seem to be pretty fit and adjusted and in a good mood afterwards. You know, let me let me try to catch some of that. Like, I think that's all you can do. It's got to matter to you, though. All right. So now let me thank Overhead Door of Daytona Beach. Jeff and Zach Hawk are Good faithful clients of ours, and they are the owners of Overhead Door Daytona Beach, and they're flat out the best with garage doors, and they're flat out the best with customer service. So if you need any help with your garage door, please give them a shout at overheaddoordaytona.com.